Hello there and welcome to In the Shower with Taz and Marcus, a bite-sized informative podcast aimed to be listened to while you're in the shower, but it can be listened to anywhere at all. And we really do mean anywhere. You can listen to this while you're making a white chocolate mousse. You can listen to it while you are bringing carrots out to your pet deer. You can listen to it while you are riding on the back of a moose. You can listen to it while you're cycling into Dublin City. You can literally listen to it anywhere you want. Um, It doesn't have to be in the shower. We're just happy that you're listening to it. Taz, what's the point of this podcast? The whole point of this podcast is that we answer the mysteries of the world so you don't have to. Listeners send in questions they've always wondered the answer to and we debunk them in a bite-sized format. Thus far, we've answered questions like... How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could actually chuck wood? What came first, the chicken or the egg? Why do we never see baby pigeons? Why do we fall in love? And loads, loads more. We have a big back catalogue of questions. Please take a look through them. Have a little binge listen. These are questions that will make you more interesting at dinner parties. If you too have a question, you can send it to us and we'll give all those details at the end of the episode. But first, this week's question. This week's question is a really, really good one. Comes comes all the way from Dundalk in Ireland. Uh, Fiona McGiven asked it, who says, What's actually happening in your body when you get fitter? This week's question comes all the way from Fiona McGiven in Dundalk, who says, I've decided to get fit in 2018, and I've been working out really hard with everything from weights to doing Zumba. Zumba's class. And I was wondering (laughs) what is actually happening inside of our bodies when we get fitter. Nice one, Fiona. New year, new you. Am I right? You know what? Like, I'm super interested in this one, actually. Like, I've been on the same buzz as Fiona recently, and looking into this was mega interesting, simply because there's so much to it. Number one, you gained that sweet, sweet squat booty. Obviously, Taz and everyone else loves a squat booty. But let's start from the start and assume that somebody who's never exercised has decided that they want to start working out, either by doing cardio, like running or cycling, or resistance training, which involves weights or a combination of the two. So what happens from the first moment that our subject steps into the gym? You know, for instance, I'm decked out in my Lululemons. I've taken my Instasory saying I'm en route to the gym. My protein balls are in hand. What's next? Listen, those are all really, really important steps in the journey to getting fit. Like, you have to do those. But first of all, if you've led a sedentary lifestyle for a long, long time and you decide that you want to go for a run or go for, you know, a bit of weightlifting, your body is going to freak the fuck out. You're going to become very short of breath very fast. Your heart will be smashing against your ribcage. And you can even feel, like, really lightheaded and faint. Hang on, didn't you faint when you started training again in January? Correct, I actually did. Um, On my first day back training, I was doing a sled push and I stood up and blacked out and fell on the ground. Like I passed out and according to my trainer, I let out a fart that I must have been holding in, uh, which was so loud that people in the surrounding area of the gym actually looked scared. And I, anybody here who goes to the gym, and, like if anyone lifts weights, you know that like the protein shake farts are the worst farts you oh will God, ever do. So Marcus. basically I'd been holding one in and yeah, I, the world went black and... Speaking of black, I I can clarify that the noise Marx's farts make can surely be picked up in the blackness of outer space. I reckon, you know what, people probably thought I was possessed because all of a sudden I fell and like this demonic eruption just left my body. So maybe... (laughs) You're an animal! (laughs) 
you know, that's the wrong kind of beast mode you want to be activating, you know? So so why does our body freak out? So the human body is an incredibly adaptive machine. Um, if you're not used to doing much and all of a sudden you try and lift weights or run a 5K, your body's going to do its best to keep up. Um, not to get too sciencey, but energy production relies on ATP and ADP. They're kind of the energy currency that our bodies rely on. And we create them through reactions involving oxygen. So when we exercise and suddenly we're using a hell of a lot more ATP than we're used to, our bodies make us take deep panic breaths in order to take in more oxygen and our heart rate increases to circulate oxygen-rich blood around our bodies faster. If your body doesn't have the capacity to do that right away, you're going to suffer. That sounds absolutely terrible. I know it sounds grim and at the start it is. But soon enough, your body catches up and you can make massive increase in your capabilities in a relatively short amount of time. Your heart gets stronger and requires less pumps to actually circulate blood around your body. Your lungs clear out mucus and create more alveoli, which transfer oxygen into your bloodstream. And your blood vessels adapt to the increased capacity and become stronger. Your cells become more adept at producing energy and your brain function increases, leaving you more alert and awake. What? Yeah, that's just from like basic exercise. I take it all back. That sounds great. It's true, though. Like, the human body is absolutely freakishly cool. You look after it, and it'll look after you. I feel like we kind of touched on this with the hangover episodes. Our bodies are class, and if we're good to them, they'll be good to us. Exactly. And, I mean, there are an absolute mountain of benefits to aerobic training, which we'll give in a bit. Um, But we haven't even started on what happens when you lift weights, because they're very different processes that you put your body under. Yeah, like, I've seen you lift weights, and it involves a lot of grunting, sweat, Mm -hmm. taking boomerangs of yourself in the gym mirrors, hashtag beast mode, hashtag gains, hashtag fit fam, hashtag Marcus comedy. Okay, well, I see there's some some shade being thrown here. But to be fair, how will no... How will the people know about all the sweet iron you're pumping if you're not doing it for the gram? Oh, God. (laughs) Okay, Arnie, what happens when you do weights? (laughs) Okay, so have you ever done exercise and then the next day been in absolute bits? I'm talking like you're unable to move, your muscles are exhausted, you're in legitimate agony, like you can't walk up the stairs or like wash yourself in the shower because your limbs are just bollocks they don't work I know the exact feeling I am definitely the most unfit in my family and every now and then my dad and my brothers always walk up Crow Patrick and I'm adamant to keep up with them and they, they're they all fit they exercise regularly and I'm training behind dying and the next day is just it's a new level so do you know why you have that pain go on your muscles literally destroy themselves what well they're not destroying themselves you're destroying them and you build them back stronger that, again, sounds absolutely terrifying. Right, hear me out. Um, generally, the role of aerobic exercise, like running or cycling, is to become fitter, and the role of resistance training is to become stronger or to build muscle. Um, what a muscle actually is, is it's built up of millions and millions of strands of proteins called myosin and actin, which work together to form one big muscle. Uh, when your brain sends a signal to a specific muscle to perform an action, the myosin grabs onto the actin and pulls it into the middle of what's called the myosin chain. And when all of that myosin and the muscle works together, your muscle contracts. The thing is, when you put those millions and millions and millions and millions of little strands under strain, some of them snap and become damaged. And the more strain you put on those muscles, the more of those strands you're going to snap. So that's where the pain comes from. Your muscles are actually ripping in half. All that agony comes down from you willingly shredding your own muscles. In short, yes. But then this is where we get another example of the human body being incredibly adaptive. The way it repairs them is 
fascinating. So myosatellite cells, which are basically like spare cells that are specific to myosin, um, that kind of hang around in muscle-dense areas, come in and rebuild the muscle stronger, denser, and richer. They literally come in and rebuild in an adaptive manner that is suitable to kind of how much effort you're putting into ripping those strands, if that makes sense. This leads to increased muscle density, which is what makes you stronger, better blood circulation in the muscle, increased central nervous system response, as in your body learns to recruit more muscle fibers to perform the same task. That's one of the most important things that happens in the first few months of training, explaining why you can increase the weight you lift quickly at first. And then you have other benefits like increased bone density, decreased resting heart rate, and there's a whole pack of other benefits. So when you're getting fit, you're literally breaking the old bits of you to build you back stronger, fitter, and more adaptive to the increased effort you put your body under. Literally, new year, new you, Fiona. So think about that. The, the human body, yeah? That, like, that's, that's incredible. That's, that's, it's mental, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sure you have a few other benefits of exercise. Absolutely. Kind of like, you know, in lieu of facts towards the end of the episode, but I, I just have a list of benefits. This is mental. So obviously general health and weight loss are a big factor. You sleep better. Your food gets digested faster as your body uses it for energy more efficiently, helping you deal with stuff like stubborn constipation. Your brain produces more serotonin and dopamine, elevating your mood and making you happier and more alert. The increased cranial blood flow and elevated brain function has also links to preventing diseases like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's later in life. What? That is ins- I did not know. Why Why is exercise not pushed on us more? That's mad. I don't know. That's the thing. Like, you know, I think people see going to the gym as like, oh, I want to get a six pack. I want to Like, this is, these are the things we should be talking about. Like, genuinely, like... this Preventing diseases like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. That's yeah, even huge. Sh- even uh, there's links to it lowering cholesterol and preventing strokes as well later in that life. That is mad. Isn't it? Yeah. Anything mm-hmm. else? Yeah, one last major one. Exercise leads to a massive boost in your sex drive. Woo! Woo! You know, as circulation gets better and your heart gets stronger, it kind of goes everywhere. Making you... um. I believe the the medical term that I read was um, more engorging of your erectile tissue. Oh, yeah, which can make you feel frisky. Sensual. I know. <laughs> Imagine whispering that in someone's ears in coppers. My erectile tissue is engorged. <laughs> uh, it just kind of, yeah, it makes you a bit friskier and hornier all the time. So when you think about it, I mean, workouts lead to other workouts, and I mean, you know what? If none of the other benefits that I've mentioned get you into a gym. If that one doesn't, <laughs> I don't know what will. Hubba, hubba. <laughs> Holy crap, I feel like going and doing some push-ups right now. Me too. That was it's so interesting, isn't it? The human body is incredibly fascinating. I feel like we take it for granted because we live inside it, but it's amazing. It's just this machine that genuinely, if you're sound to your body, it'll be sound to you. Amen to that, sister. Absolutely. Um... So, listen, Fiona McGiven from Dundalk, thank you so much for sending in this question. Hopefully, we've answered it um, and you can carry on with your Zumba and your weights and literally build a new you over yeah, the new go year. Fiona, go Absolutely, Fiona. that's cool. If you are like Fiona and have a question that you've always wondered the answer to, send it in to us and we'll do our very, very best to debunk it. You can get us on social media. Get us on Facebook um, at In the Share with Taz and Marcus, or if you're on Twitter, at In the Share Pod. Otherwise, you can get us on email at intheshowerpodcast at gmail.com. 
And even if you don't have a question and you just like listening to our podcast, please get in touch because we'd love to hear from you. Let us know. Let's let's chat. Let's be pen pals. I don't feel people are pen pals enough at the moment. They're not. Shout out to the pen pals. <laughs> Couple of thank yous to wrap up the episode. Um, a huge thank you to all the crew at Headstuff, Paddy, Allen, and everyone in the office. Thank you very much for hosting us on your wonderful network. Make sure you check out some of the other podcasts on the Headstuff Podcast Network. They're all brilliant. Next up, a huge thank you to our amazing composer of our theme music, Mr. Dave Gertzman. You're a legend. We love your song. Thanks for giving it to us. Do you want to give a little rendition of it for Dave? Yeah. One, two, three, four. Bum, 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 A final thank you has to go out to the phenomenally talented Florence Robinson over in London who has done our artwork um, consistently over in the Sherwood Tassel Market. So Flo, we love you very, very much. Thank you. Next week's question, Marcus. Next week's question is going to be a divisive one, I Ooh. feel. This is a going to split the boys and the girls. Comes all the way from Antwerp in Belgium from a wonderful person who messaged us on Facebook called Lydia. Um, she says... Why do men always think they are better drivers? What a brilliant question, Lydia. That is going to be out next Monday in time for your morning shower. But in the meantime, keep scrubbing. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.